Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Sis Let's Heal. I, (laughs) every time I come back on here after not being here for like two weeks, let alone mm, three months, I feel like the biggest asshole on the planet. I am so sorry you guys. I have been so unmotivated to make podcasts because depression is getting wussa. <laughs> for all my tiktok girlies you're gonna know exactly where that's from but yeah you guys like i am just the type of person where if i'm going through something i it, it's so hard for me to work um you know i've been active on like my youtube my tiktok and stuff my podcast is like personal i feel like i really be coming on here and like dropping gems and when i'm not in the right state of mind it could be very very easy for me to to just slip off so i do apologize but we are back with season three i'm gonna call it season three because i need to start holding myself accountable i need to start making seasons on this podcast because if i do i will show up every single week and do them when i'm supposed to do them so we've never done seasons on this podcast before. It's kind of always been just like a I'll post when I post type of thing. But I really do want to be consistent because so many of you guys, and I don't know if it's because I've been like popping on TikTok or I don't know if you guys have found me from YouTube, but so many of y'all message me every day like, sis, I'm trying to heal. Can you upload an episode? <laughs> so you guys know I always have to come through. Today's episode is going to be a personal one, and it's titled, It's Time to Let Them Go, or It's Time to Let Go. And I think a lot of you guys are going to be able to resonate with this. Um, I've gone through a lot over the past year. I've had to leave a lot of people behind. And it really is true that when you leave something behind or when you lose something, it is replaced with something so much better. So we're going to talk about it. I'm going to add a couple stories in because I am a story time teller. So sit back, relax, grab your drinks, grab your wine, grab your popcorn, grab a notepad. And sis, let's heal. All right, let's hop right into it. So I've been having so many conversations with people lately talking about letting people go and how hard it can be and especially if you are an empath or you're a people pleaser or you just don't like hurting other people or you're one of those people where it's like I would rather me get hurt than somebody else then this episode is really going to help you coming from somebody aka me who my whole entire life I have had such a hard time letting people go it has been an absolute chore for me to let um relationships go particularly romantic ones platonic ones too but more so romantic ones i'm the type and it's probably because i'm a pisces but i will give someone like 10 chances to embarrass me and then after the 11th i'm like x is stage left (laughs) and i could have saved myself so much pain in my life if i had taken the proper steps to love myself first And love me more than I loved being with somebody who only loved me because they could hurt me. 
So in life, it can be very easy to stay with somebody just because you're comfortable in their presence, right? Or like longevity is a thing. So I hear a lot of people say things like, oh, well, we've been together for 10 years, so how can I let them go? We have so much history or we've been together for five years because how can I let them go? We have so much history. And it's like, so you're telling me that you want to spend the next five years, 10 years, however long you've been with this person, miserable. Like you're just piling on the time that you're going to be stagnant in this relationship when you could have been on your healing journey already, right? So for me personally, I have let two people go over the past month. Um, So one of them, if you guys aren't familiar with my YouTube, we have a character named Adrian. Adrian is my narcissistic, pathological, lying, manipulative ex. I was in a relationship with him from 2016 to 2018. And then from 2018 to 2019, played mind games with me, cheated on me, moved in together, left me for his coworker, lied, cheated, did betray me in the worst way possible, right? And I always had a really hard time letting him go. And I had a really hard time letting him go because I was so head over heels in love with him. He was my first love. I thought he was everybody, everything that I ever wanted in one man. And in my mind, it got no better than him. If he left, that meant I was never going to find somebody to love me like he loved me. What it really was, was a trauma bond. Um, I was very anxious attached. He was very avoidant attached. It's kind of like the chaser runner dynamic that they talk about in the twin flame journey. We were definitely not twin flames. He was definitely a karmic. Um, but I was trauma bonded to him, right? Because growing up, I had these abandonment wounds from people in my life that were supposed to protect me, care for me, and neglected to do so. So in turn, that made me a very anxious, attached person, which is the type of person, which maybe you can relate to this, but it's like, oh my God, why isn't he texting me back? Or, oh my God, why isn't he talking to me? Did I do something wrong? Um, Is the relationship going to end? Like you're anxiously attached to this person and somebody who's avoidant attachment or dismissive attachment will kind of keep their distance from others you'll never get a hundred percent fully close to them it will kind of always be this like unspoken wall between the two of you there's a lot of lack of emotional uh, closeness they don't trust you know others easily they have an unlikely ability to seek help in stressful situations They push away others when they get too close, right? Or show a desire for closeness. So it essentially leads to a very trauma-bonded relationship where, you know, you get stuck constantly wanting to seek the approval of this person because our attachment styles, and I could do a whole separate, you know, episode on this, but the attachment style is one that is developed during childhood when the parent or main caretaker doesn't show care or responsiveness, um, you know, past providing things like food, shelter, clothes, water, all that. So our attachment styles are developed during childhood, right? And so they, unless properly healed and taken care of through therapy or just, you know, self-help, self-work, personal development, 
they will manifest into our adult relationships. And so I was very trauma bonded to Adrian. Um, that's an alias name, by the way. It's not his real name. And I was in this like runner chaser relationship for years, you guys. And I thought he was my end all be all. And when I finally had had enough and I finally was ready to leave, because I always say like, you'll know when you're at your limit, right? Nobody could tell you nothing. Your friends, family, aunties, uncles, cousins, they could tell you till they're blue in the face to leave. You're not going to leave until you're ready to do so. And when I was finally ready, I left and I went no contact, you know, blocked him off everything. We didn't speak. So that was in 2019. Three years later, I receive an apology on Facebook and he, you know, apologizes for everything, says he's sorry and admits his wrongdoings. And for me personally, this was like a very pivotal time in my healing journey. I'd been in therapy for so long I had been in other relationships after Adrian, and I had truly gotten to a point where I felt like I was I was healed, right? Like I had always had this like soft spot for him in my heart. I always knew that he would have a special place there, but I felt like I was 100% healed. And the funny thing about triggers, and I have an episode on this, but triggers are teachers. They really are. And they're there to teach you. And I say this in so many of my day-to-day interactions, but you will get the same lesson over and over again until you learn it and complete it. And sometimes in life, you cannot go forward until that lesson has reached its completion stage. So you will get the same person, just a different face, same demon, different body, delivered to you from the universe until you learn your lesson and that's why a lot of people are always saying like I'm stuck in these toxic relationships I allow and entertain so many toxic men why is that well the reason is is because you never learned your relationship lesson from the past person like you decided to go from relationship to relationship and not take that proper time in between to heal and to self-reflect so now you are stuck in a toxic dead-end relationship with another man but it's not really another man it's the same person it's just a different face right because the thing too is like I don't believe in this whole thing that they say you attract what you are right you will attract people from all walks of life good bad healthy not healthy toxic non-toxic it's about who you entertain if you keep entertaining toxic people that's what's going to manifest into your life is toxicity. If you decide to leave those people out and entertain healthy people, you're going to have a whole lot of health going on in your life. It's about you and what you entertain. And how you come to entertain healthy people over toxic ones is through your self-worth and self-love. And in those times of loneliness and temptation to love who you will be instead of who you were. So many people cannot become who they want to be because they're too attached to who they were. So attached to the past and rooted that they cannot grow in the future. You cannot grow in the future until you let go of your past. Like to obtain a new life, you really have to let go of your past one. And some people really have a hard time doing that. So I would constantly entertain this, right? So I get this apology and... In that moment, I waited a couple days to see what I was going to do. 
And I could have stayed silent. And most of you are going to scream at me and be like, bitch, why didn't you just stay silent? Well, because I'm a Virgo rising and I need answers. (laughs) So I said, hey, thanks for the apology. Can you call me? And I just wanted to ask him a couple questions. A couple questions. uh, Number one, what I asked him was, by me allowing you to come back after every time you had hurt me, did that make it easy access for you? And he said, yes. And what I meant by that was like, did I enable some of your behavior? I wasn't blaming myself, but I was saying, did I enable some of the things that you did because I let you back so many times? And he said, yes. And he said, you know, my actions are 100% on me, but by you always allowing me back in, not ever really giving like any type of consequence or ultimatum, it made it easy for me to come back. Like I never really had to like change my behavior. I never really had to change my actions. And I realized that like this is something I've struggled with my whole life is that when I would want somebody back in my life, I wouldn't have boundaries. I would just be like, okay, come back. And I would hope that they had a good enough heart to not want to hurt me again But I'm realizing is that, you know, boundaries are the biggest form of self-love. You don't have boundaries. You're going to have a very difficult time navigating through life and attracting and entertaining people who respect you because, you know, boundaries teach people how to treat you. You set a standard for how people treat you. If someone's mistreating you and you're allowing it, eventually you're just as bad to blame because you've seen this person and their behavior but you keep continuing to allow them to treat you this way. And somebody who loves and respects themselves does not stay in a situation where somebody is disrespecting them. So when I got that answer from him, I was able to apply it in a lot of my past relationships, even some friendships. And it was a really cool learning experience for me because how many people get the chance to talk to their narcissist, right? I know so many women because I get countless messages from you guys daily talking about, you know, because of you, I went no contact or because of you, I finally left my like abusive relationship. And a lot of times what you hear is these women leaving these relationships, but then they never talk to this person again. So for me, I was like, you know, who gets a chance to talk to their toxic ex who was a narcissist and almost ruined their life, right? (laughs) So... I asked him a few questions, I got my answers, and it was a very good conversation. Now, I could have left it there, and y'all are going to scream at me and be like, bitch, why didn't you leave it there? Because I am a Libra moon. (laughs) And I'm an emotional ass bitch, okay? I'm also a Pisces Venus. Leave me alone. I'm not judging you. (laughs) We've all been there. We start talking, and I don't mean talking as in like hanging out, whatever, like no, like trust me, I I have self-respect. We started having the conversations here and there, you know, we add each other on social media, things like that, Um, and we would talk here and there, and I noticed that things were getting flirtatious, right? Things were getting flirtatious, you know, things were kind of, when you have somebody in your life who you've had such a deep connection with, but they've hurt you so bad, it is impossible to be friends. I don't care what nobody says. I don't believe in being friends with exes. It just doesn't work out. If you're friends with an ex, it's because you still love them or you never did. Point blank, period, the end. Chapters done, case closed, stories done. Like, 
if you are able to be friends with an ex after you break up, it's because you either still love them or you never did. Fight me in the comments. I don't care. So things were getting flirtatious and things were just, I just saw that like things going back to how they were. And one day I just woke up and I said, Dakota, we have a chance to either evolve or remain. You can go back to him. You can give him another chance. It may flop or it may be good. But why are you going to give somebody the opportunity to continuously disrespect you? Like, was the first time not enough? Was the second time not enough? How many chances are you going to give somebody to embarrass you, to degrade you, to disrespect you, before you wake up and look in the mirror and say, I deserve better, I love myself enough, to get out of this I love myself enough to be strong I love myself enough to give myself a better life because I am the writer of my own story and to change the storyline right I love myself more than I love someone disrespecting me I said to myself I was like we have done so I I have meetings with myself every week (laughs) Who needs a manager? I'm my own manager. And I literally looked in the mirror and I said, we have done so much work on ourselves. We have been to therapy. We have healed our codependency. We have healed our trauma. Don't you dare allow yourself to go back to somebody who is so comfortable with hurting you and disrespecting you. Do not dare go backwards because they didn't care when you were in the bed crying your eyes out till three in the morning. They didn't care when you were having issues navigating through daily functional tasks. They didn't care when you felt like your whole world was falling apart while they were giving what you had to everybody else. They didn't care. So don't you dare for one second disrespect yourself to go back to somebody who was so comfortable with disrespecting you. Don't you fucking dare. And I said, you know what? I'm trusting my gut. I had this like awakening a month ago because I have really good intuition, but I don't listen to it. It's like that friend who gives good advice, but can't take it. Like, hi, it's me. So I told myself, I said, listen, Come hell or high water for the rest of this year, every single time you get an intuitive pull, listen to it. And this was my first test. So I completely stopped talking to him. And he texted me a few times and I did not answer and I did not feel bad. Because he didn't feel bad when he was cheating on me. He didn't feel bad when he was manipulating me. He didn't feel bad when he was lying to me. He didn't feel bad when he left me in our apartment to take care of all the bills and financial obligations by myself, even though we contractually and mentally were obligated to fulfill out those those tasks together. He didn't care. He didn't care when I was in the bathroom at 3 a.m. crying 
so hard that I thought I literally was gonna just die right there like he didn't care so I'm sorry I know you've done all this work on yourself and you think that you're this new person and you want me to see it and you want me to see how you've changed but like that's not my job and you know if you really feel bad for the things you've done you'd want to change for you not for me to see it so in that moment I had to love myself more than I loved the person who I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with So I let him go completely, just stopped talking to him, stopped thinking about him, and I released my emotional attachment to him, and that bond finally broke. And when I looked at our relationship, I realized that had I not had that relationship, I would not be where I am today. He is the reason, well, I won't say him, I won't give him that credit, but That relationship was the reason why I have my career on YouTube today, why I have this podcast, why I'm able to help so many women. Like, I cannot speak about roads I have not gone down. I cannot speak about tables I have not sat at. So sometimes you have to be a sacrificial lamb in order to kind of teach people like, hey, I've been through this so you don't have to, or I've been through this so... I can help you, right? You can have comfort in knowing you're not alone. And I, But what I most importantly realized is that I made that relationship special. That relationship was special because of me and my energy and my aura and my vibration. And a lot of times we are stuck in these toxic relationships and don't even realize they're not even all that great. What's so great about them? Getting disrespected? getting talked down to, being degraded, having somebody hold us back from all the good things that want to come into our life? Like, what's so good about it? Many times those relationships are special because of you. When you take out the bare minimum ass motherfucker and you're left with what you've given to that relationship and all that you've poured into it from your cup, that's the reason it was special. Not because of him, because of you. The minute I let him go, you guys, I had so many opportunities flood. Like when I say flood into my life, I had sponsorships reaching out to me of companies that I could only dream of working with. I had agencies reaching out to me wanting to sign me. I had financial opportunities that again I could only literally dream of and the reason why this happened was because I was in alignment because I let go of what no longer served me and I want to talk about the teddy bear effect the teddy bear effect is this picture of God and he's standing in front of a little girl And the little girl has this small, tiny teddy bear, and she's telling God she doesn't want to give it up because she loves it so much. And God has a huge teddy bear behind his back, and he's telling this little girl, just trust me, because little does she know the minute she lets go of this teddy bear, God has one so much bigger and greater than she could have ever imagined. So the little teddy bear is what no longer serves you. 
And the big teddy bear represents all of the good, amazing things that want to come flooding into your life when you're ready to let go of what you cannot bring with you to your next journey. And every time I'm going through something or lose someone valuable to me, I realize that in order for us to elevate into the next phase of our life and become the people we're supposed to be, we have to give up our small teddy bear, aka the thing that we think we can't live without. Because it's actually hindering our growth. And the minute that we do that, God opens new doors for us. But we have to be ready for that. And sometimes when you're around certain people, he can't give us what we want because these people are holding us back. I know letting go is hard, but how long are you going to let fear dictate your life? How long are you going to hold yourself back and stay stagnant? For the sake of being comfortable. Because that's all it is. We have this thing in our mind where we think that if we let go of a certain situation or we let go of people or we leave a job or we leave something behind that maybe held value, that we'll never get anything better. And that is such fear. That is fear and not trusting yourself. And if you want anything great in this life, you have to trust yourself and your decisions and you have to say I am getting an intuitive download that's telling me to let this person or this place or this situation go and I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to know that no matter what I'm always provided for I'm always taken care of God in the universe has my back I am going to come hell or high water believe in myself and let go and I know that the best possible outcome is waiting for me but it's on the opposite side of fear. So many of us are driven by fear. We fear what our parents think, what our peers think, what our boyfriends or girlfriends think. We fear how we come across to people. We put such energy in external things like a job title or a car or a tax bracket or how much there is in our bank account. We think that these things hold value and we attach our identity to them. But at the end of the day, when all of these things are obsolete and taken away, you're left with just you. You're left with just who you are. And that is your identity right there. Your morality, your core values, how you treat people. The good that you put back into the world. That is you. You are not defined by a relationship. You are not defined by a job title. You are not defined by a tax or income bracket. You are defined of who you are when all of that is taken and stripped away. So if that's true, that means that if you leave a person, a place, a situation behind That as long as you are true to yourself and your integrity is intact and you wake up every day trying to be the best possible version of that you can be and show up as that day, that no matter what decision you make, you're going to be good. You're going to be taken care of. There are so many people in this world that you have not even met yet that are going to open new doors for you, who are going to love you, nurture you, take care of you. You have not even met all of the people that are going to love you yet. We have so much life left to hear. We have so much life left to live on this earth. Don't for one second let somebody 
keep you in that stagnant state of energy because you have a fear of getting out of your comfort zone. Growth does not come from comfort zones. We are making new neural connections in our brain every single day. When you do something that's different, your body reacts in a chemical way. Your body is used to you waking up every single day and doing the same things habitually, repetitively, over and over. Your body is also used to the people that you have around you. And if you let those people constantly disrespect you or hurt you, that's what your body's used to. So when you go against the grain and you start speaking up for yourself or standing up for yourself or walking away from people, places, and things that no longer serve you, fulfill you, or are good for you, it's going to feel weird. It's like being in America and then one day waking up in China. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) But I promise every day if you wake up and choose yourself and leave these things behind, it's going to become normal. It's just like if you wake up every day and you brush your teeth with your right hand. Say you start waking up and brushing your teeth with your left hand. Every day you wake up, your brain's going to tell you to use your right hand. That's what it's used to. But when you keep reminding yourself to choose your left hand when you brush your teeth, that's what eventually your brain is going to recognize and end up doing. Same thing comes with any new habit. Because being entertaining toxic people is a habit. And it's a bad one. Like people want to talk about habits like, oh, like going to the gym or reading or podcasts. Cool. Those are great. But like being addicted to toxic relationships is a bad habit that needs to be broken. And the only way to break a habit is to replace it. So start replacing, start replacing that with choosing yourself. Seriously, like stop being so addicted to people who are there to hurt you and be addicted to choosing yourself. We bet on so much in our life. We bet on men who are not good for us, friends who are not good for us, situations that are not good for us, the lottery, right? But when do we bet on ourselves? When do you choose yourself? So every day you have to wake up and remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. That's why I always say keep a list. I tell this to the people I mentor and my friends, my family, keep a list. This does not have to be about a man, it could be a friend, it could be a girl, whatever. Whoever's in your life that no longer serves you and you no longer want them in your life, but you know if you let them go that they're going to try to manipulate you or you're going to have moments of loneliness or weakness, keep a list. Write a list of every single thing this person does that does not align with you. Write down every single situation in which they've hurt you, disrespected you, violated you, qualities things that you don't like about them cons write everything down and every single time you have a moment of weakness to go back to contact them to talk to them read that fucking list and you will change your mind real fucking quick believe me take this as your sign it is september we have Three more months of 2022. Do not waste another second being in a relationship, a work environment, in any any environment that no longer serves you. Because when you are not in alignment, it is going to be very hard for you 
to manifest, to grow, and to allow good things to come into your life. When you are in alignment, which a lot of people ask what that means, being in alignment, like it just feels good. Like you wake up and the choices that you make, they just feel good. And you know when something feels good versus when it doesn't. So when you keep choosing those good choices, those good people, those good habits, that is when you're going to manifest and attract great things into your life. But when you are out of alignment with being in that friend group that no longer serves you, maybe they drink too much and you're not trying to do that anymore, you've outgrown it. Um, In that relationship that's toxic and no longer serves you, you've outgrown it. In that work environment where... Cassandra never lived out her dream and so she's now 60 years old acting like she's a manager when she literally makes the same amount of money as you um, in your work environment making your life a living hell and you're miserable every day because you have to be there because you have to make a check you've outgrown it and that's okay you are going to outgrow people when you outgrow a version of yourself that no longer exists when you outgrow a version of yourself that can no longer come with you on your journey because not everybody in your life can come with you to where you're going because they're on a different frequency than you are and that's okay it's okay to outgrow people places things and environments that no longer serve you you will outgrow people once you outgrow a version of yourself that is no longer aligned with where you want to go. And it is okay to outgrow people that are not beneficial to your growth. People and things are changing every single day. It's okay to progress gracefully into the next chapter of your life. And the more that you resist that change, the more problems you're going to experience because you cannot force people to grow. You can't expect everyone to evolve with you. And that is just life. You cannot lose yourself trying to improve everybody else or trying to be like, hey, I'm coming over here and I want you to come with me. Fix yourself. Work on yourself. It is not your job. Everybody has their time. And sometimes your time comes before others or sometimes your time comes after others. It's okay. And it's just not your responsibility. And these old connections sometimes expect you to be the same. Because it's comfortable. And when you start to change, it challenges that dynamic of the connection. If you if you cannot grow together, you're going to grow apart. It's just life. And that's okay. And sometimes you really have to let go of what no longer serves you. So you can get that big teddy bear. So you can get all of these amazing things that want to come into your life. But you're so resistant against it because... You think, oh, but I love these people. They're so much fun or we made so many memories. Isn't that what life's about? Life is about meeting people who give you these memories of these stories that you could tell your children, your grandchildren, your family. Like these are things people write books about. But just because you had good times with someone doesn't mean that they're going to be in your life forever. Everybody in our life serves a purpose. And sometimes people come into our life to teach us things. And once those lessons are complete, so is our time with them. Or sometimes people come into our lives and they're great people and they stay. And they end up being there forever and that's great. 
And a lot of times, memories are all that we're supposed to carry. Memories are all that we are supposed to take with us. And I totally get it because sometimes you do think, like, am I making the wrong decision? Like, what happens if I leave this person or if I leave this group of friends and I look back and realize that I regret it? But ask yourself, what happens if you stay and then 10 years later you're still in the same repetitive cycle? You embody the energy of the people that you are with. It is a scientific proven fact. You are like the five people you hang out with the most. If you're with five people who complain, you're going to be the six. Five people who are broke, going to be the six. Five people who are not doing anything with their lives, you're going to be the six. It is just life. So sometimes when you outgrow that version of yourself that wants to do better and be better, you can't really get there because you're still surrounded by people who are expecting you to be the same character that you've been playing for so long. And you know, like, it's season six. Like, <laughs> like season six, Dakota, is not the same as season one. She has different writers, a different storyline, a different wardrobe. She's the main character now. Like, it's different, right? So, let them go. It's time to let go. Stop holding yourself back in stagnicity out of fear. Stop letting fear take the driver's seat of your life you are in control of your life nobody else no one else is going to change your life no one else is going to change you you have to do that and your desires and your needs have to be stronger than your wants and that's why it's really important to have this season to work on yourself and figure out your triggers and figure out how to combat the loneliness because a lot of times we'll go back to things that no longer serve us out of loneliness it's kind of like that tiktok that's like i found my peace too much and now i'm bored i don't talk to nobody i don't go anywhere i don't do anything and that does happen sometimes like when you get to that point where you find your peace and you have finally cut out all the the people that were taking away your value it can definitely be lonely. If you ever have to go through a period of loneliness in order to evolve the type of company that you keep, it will be literally so worth it. You have to go through these periods of loneliness sometimes in order to kind of change the trajectory of who you keep around you. And I want to end this podcast by reading this quote I found on Twitter. It says, The universe always replaces what exists in your life with something bigger and better. Don't be stuck holding on to the past or resisting change. Welcome a new energy. Let go of what needs to be removed. There's great blessings in surrendering and allowing. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today of season three. I will be here every single week with new episodes. I am committing it into the rest of the year. Please, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, leave a rating. It helps so much to get my podcast out there so we can help other people. Please check out my YouTube channel, my Instagram, my TikTok, my Twitter. It is all just Dakota Cross. Thank you guys so much for sharing this space with me today. I really hope that you got something from the episode. If you did, always feel free to DM me. I always respond to my DMs. I love interacting and having conversations with you guys. And until next time.
hope you guys have a great rest of your night and thank you for joining me. Bye.